0: Welcome to the Fire to Flourishing podcast, a place where I hope your soul finds joy, your heart finds belonging, and your story finds community. Come along with us as we share our stories of courage in the day to day and the promises of hope that lead us to tomorrow. Your story is important. Pull up a chair. We can't wait to chat.
1: Expectations of MomCom. What did you think mm-hmm. it would be like versus what it really was? You want to start with that? I'm already started. <clears throat> oh, what are we talking about? Started. First of all,
0: wait a minute. Let's introduce ourselves. That's better. Okay. Well, I'll go first because everybody else is nervous. <laughs> okay. Everybody knows me. I'm Mackenzie. This is my podcast. Um, we're talking about MOPs International today and some really good stuff. So four of us um, and another friend of ours also had the opportunity to go to Orlando, Florida last week to something MOPs International calls MomCon, and it's basically a big conference for moms. I mean, how do you guys describe it? We go break off in workshops, worship. It's, it's a lot of leadership skills. Like acquiring leadership skills and learning how to go back to your mom's groups and to your families and to better serve them. So we had the opportunity to go and had an amazing time, and we're going to share a lot of that goodness today. So Lisa is sitting to my right. Go ahead, Lisa. Tell us your kids' names,
1: your kids' ages. Hi, I'm Lisa, and uh, my kids are, I'm I'm at the little, at the end of the mops experience and my kids are six and going to be eight so I have one that's newly started kindergarten and a second grader and every year that I've been in mops since my oldest was born I've wanted to go to MomCon. (laughs) so it was now or never was I going to get to experience it and I'm sure glad I did. The ultimate mom getaway. That's
0: what it's called, right? That's what <laughs> yes, they said? The, ultimate yes. It yeah. it the ultimate mom getaway. It's gonna be relaxing. Yeah, it really wasn't <laughs> relaxing. Twenty one thousand no. steps the one day.
2: Yeah, yes.
0: one yeah, day yeah. twenty. That was just that like was half Disney. a day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did. I mention it was at Disney World. I think I <laughs> 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 left that detail out. Okay, and kindergarten. Kindergarten transition. Kindergarten transition has been really hard. Really, really hard. Yeah, it's rough, so... You'll hear more about it. Yeah. Okay, Alicia. <laughs>
3: yes. I am eight years into mops.
0: Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. You're like a veteran. Yeah. Okay.
3: Because I started when I was pregnant, and he is now, Will, is now six, almost 7 Mm-hmm. And then I also have a three-year-old, Lucas.
0: Mm-hmm. So. Lucas, who is...
3: My little spitfire. Alicia
0: <laughs> is our super mom. Yes, she is. She adopted Lucas.
2: Adopted him at birth. Yeah. Yep.
0: Single mom strong. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Superwoman. Okay. <laughs> Rebecca?
2: Awesome. I am Rebecca, and it is my first year on the steering team with our local MOPS here. Um, I have been in MOPS. I was trying to think. My oldest is going to be 10. So it'll be 10 years because I was pregnant with him. I'm not sure if it's my ninth or That's amazing.
0: That is so long.
1: Yeah. Wow.
0: And my
2: mom's the one who brought me in because she's been mentor mom for so long yeah even right. before she had grandkids um wow. so my oldest will be 10 my and I have three boys so my middle one Camden he is going to be seven soon and the baby of the family will be four okay so we are full of boys
0: <laughs> rough and tumble <laughs> everybody fun. I'm yes. the only girl mom <laughs> you. I keep oh, yeah, forgetting true. this yeah everybody boys. has boys and I have two girls um Emerson is almost eight and Paisley's Five, and it was all. She's, it was yeah.
2: our, all of our first times.
0: So yeah, going to MomCon. We've never gone, so we've had some moms from other from our group go previously. Previous but, years, but yeah, not we never. recently, right? No, no, no it's been no. a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So, so going into that, I think we were all kind of we weren't really sure what to expect with. Um, walking into MomCon, we really didn't know because none of us have been before and we didn't really have firsthand like people saying yeah you know whatever so we kind of consulted with our church and then alicia was like hey you want to go to florida and i was like um yeah <laughs> book the tickets <laughs> so we got on a plane which was an adventure in itself. <laughs> <laughs> During the hurricane. Yeah, right after. Right. right after. So what was the hurricane's name that just happened? Dorian? Dorian. Yeah, Dorian. It was in right. South
2: Carolina when we passed it.
0: Yes, we had to kind of go around it. And, and Mom kind of was kind of pushed back like a day. Our schedule was actually supposed to start Thursday. It got
3: packed in. I you know go. there were still people that couldn't come because, because of, of, of the too. hurricane,
0: which is a total bummer. But did we ever get a final count on how many moms were there? Mm. I, I, heard 6,
1: I heard 6,000. I heard 3,000. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> 2, 3, we'll
2: to yeah. see, I think almost 3,000
1: are
0: registered. Okay. <laughs> well, we knew going into it. We're <laughs> like, I don't know. Is it stadium? I don't know. We knew going into it that there was going to be a lot of workshops and a lot of... You know speakers, and we were going to break off into our own separate groups and kind of learn and take notes and all of that. But I don't think that we really knew what to expect as far as like the presence of the Holy Spirit being there strong. And so I Am They, the band, um, led worship. If you don't know I am they, go check them out. I think their Instagram is at IAmTheyBand.com. Alicia and I actually got the chance to meet them. That was they were super amazing. cool. Super hey, come be on my podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, super down to earth, mm-hmm. great. And they did an amazing job leading worship every morning. It was kind of mom camp, which was kind of the theme of the weekend. And it felt like it, like get up and go down and worship. And be filled up a little bit and then go break off into our sessions. So what did you guys think about that? Anything, any input
1: there? I loved it. I thought it was a great way to start and a great way to end the days. Mm-hmm. With I am Yeah, just yeah. with that format of going and gathering all of us together and Worship. worshiping right. and then mm-hmm. hearing a message and all of it in between was...
0: It was a lot of fun. I mean, they made it fun. It wasn't it was. just, like, sit here in chapel. But then there was also a, a really good speaker every every time. There was a... Well,
2: there was, like, one in the morning, one in the evening. Yeah. And then we had all of our breakout <clears throat> sessions. So mm-hmm. we did get to hear a variety yeah. of men and women, authors, singers, pastors. I mean, it was there a was lot. Just...
3: But coming back from all of the, the speakers and... You're just so overwhelmed to have, what was his name? Taylor? Hughes. Taylor Taylor
0: Hughes. Hughes. He was so good.
3: I think that's what everybody needed because Mm -hmm. he gave you a chance to kind of decompress and laugh a little bit Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. just enjoy that moment Mm -hmm. because it was a very overwhelming weekend. It was fun. But it was so much what information was, packed
1: in. What did
0: somebody say to us that it was like getting hit in the face with a fire hose? Yes. <laughs> it was like trying to absorb all of this information. Right. And, and it was great information. But it was like you didn't have time to soak it in because mm-hmm. it was just getting mm-hmm. like thrown at you everywhere you went.
1: And we were overwhelmed.
3: Running from one thing to the yeah.
1: next. We yeah. were. But also at the same time, I think that I've been to other conferences that I expected this one to be sort of similar to, and I left those exhausted, mm. where I just felt like I needed to sleep for two days, where this one, I still felt refreshed yeah. afterwards. As much as it was a lot of information to take in, mm-hmm. and a lot going on, and was overwhelming at times second. for sure, It still, I came home with a exhausted but refreshed feeling. Mm-hmm. Like refueled. Yes. Yeah. Like I couldn't wait
3: like- to put some of it into play kind of thing. Yes.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: And I felt like I did. I came home, and even though our bodies were so tired, I need to post that picture of us all asleep <laughs> on the plane. <laughs> we're all slumped over half alive. <laughs> Shout out to Southwest. <laughs> um, we were it's m- funny
2: how Alicia didn't have to be in that picture. <laughs> no,
0: Yeah, she was taking the pictures. We're all you know, exhausted physically, but I think mentally and spiritually, it just like overpowered that physical exhaustion. And I came home and that night, like, of course, already right back to the grind and the next day, right back into all the things. And, but I felt more prepared, like, okay, what did I learn and how can I handle this better? And how can I check myself and put some of these things into play?
3: I think that was the first time that I have went away that I came back and I didn't even worry about my suitcase or anything. Me too. Like I just
2: went straight to the kids. Yes. Yeah. Which was nice.
0: It I was just like pa- I finished unpacking last night. Yeah. You know, like that's not like me at all. <laughs>
2: my suitcase
0: still might be
1: filled. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Mine
0: too. Okay. <laughs> oh, good. So I'm, I'm good. I woke up this morning and felt better. Like, okay, my room is clean. Now I can breathe. <laughs> Okay, so we all kind of agreed, We like Lisa just said, we didn't really know for sure what we were going to expect with all of this, you know? Like, were we going to get there and it just be, um, like, sure, it was going to be goodness, and we were going to have some worship and all of that, but I don't think any of us were prepared for, like, the overwhelming.
1: Um, I think I was a little nervous, too, because... I know you girls, but I've never spent four days and four of us in a hotel together. I I knew it would be fine, but yet at the same time there was a little bit of nervousness because I I didn't know what to expect and I wasn't sure what the whole weekend was going to bring. But yet I was excited about it. But it brought more than what I could have.
0: Yeah, I I can't say imagined.
1: That's a big (laughs) word, but yeah. But I think you are fearful because you're like, well,
0: number one. Who in this room snores? <laughs> and who gets sleep with that? Yeah. So I bought earplugs. No names being mentioned. Uh, yeah, and I think silly we
2: thing. also, coming into it, getting the theme to the full, mm. like a mother, along with a lot of other people, had some concerns, and mm-hmm. we wanted to be reassured that
0: mm-hmm.
2: Mops and Hole um, is still there, is biblically based, is still trying to, Poor Jesus into women mm-hmm. and we're not going we're not trying to divide ourselves from that.
0: Yeah, the and doctrine.
2: We, yeah, and we definitely left, I think, feeling much better. Oh bad. yeah, completely.
0: Mm-hmm. I think we weren't totally sure, like you just said, what was the themes this year for Mops International are to the full. And then the subcategory subcategories are have more fun, fear less, find your people. Find your people. Mm-hmm. So the whole have more fun, you know, we were stepping back going, well, that's great. And that's fun. But like, what does the Bible say about this? You know, we kind of wanted to see for ourselves what have more fun actually meant. And the truth is you can have more fun as a mom. We need to chill. I need to chill. I know that. Like I'm, there's 5,000 things I need to do, you know, and I can't get them all done. I can't just stop and have more fun. But it was really talking about paying attention more to your family and your children in these moments that we are missing so often in the age of social media. And instead of sitting on the floor with your kid, we're looking at Facebook and just being really intentional about those moments with our family and serving our family and doing that better.
1: So I felt really good about that. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I think I laughed a lot there. Yeah. And you kind of forget what it is like just to sit back and enjoy and laugh. It was fun. It was fun. It was really fun. And when they first said that the MC was a magician, I was like, oh my. <laughs> everybody <laughs> cringed <laughs> for a second. Yeah. But he was, he really he brought it. He was funny. He was great. And so he
3: was giving life lessons to, like he was yeah. in the thick of it.
0: So this MC, is that what we're calling him? Yeah. MC? Mm-hmm. It, and he was. Yeah. A, Comedian, magician, yeah, everything. Okay. Dad, Speaker. husband, yeah. yeah. And like you said, it was really encouraging. His name was Taylor Hughes. Um, I didn't find him on social media. Did anyone else? Yes, I gotta look him up. Yes, he's not
1: under Taylor Hughes. He's under like ma- magical. Oh yeah, yeah he, he said us, that. He had I us forgot. Put out our phones
2: that one day, That's right? <laughs> <laughs> tricked us and said he was gonna
1: There's have more followers
0: than before. his daughter. <laughs> yeah. So find him and check him out because he was really awesome and did a really good job of you know, leading the whole conference. He wasn't just like a one day thing. He did it all. Um, and that was a
2: big feat with all those women in the room.
0: That right? was really big. Mm-hmm. That would be scary. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So who, first of all, let's talk about the, the main gatherings. They were called, you know, our gatherings yep. where everybody met together. And the first one that I think hit us all in the fields was Catherine Wolf. If you're not mm-hmm. familiar with Kath Catherine Wolf, she wrote Hope Heals. Um and she has another book coming out soon. But she has a really incredible testimony. Um anybody wanna feed into that?
2: Yeah, the new book coming out that was written by her and her husband is called Suffer Strong. Um Yeah, that was it. And it's Subtitles: How to survive anything by redeeming everything. She, at a young age, after she she just had a child what, six months previous, yeah. had a massive stroke in her brain stem, mm-hmm. um, and a doctor performed a life-saving surgery because of her six-month-old, knowing that the odds were good that she either may not survive or would be left permanently disabled. Damaged, yeah disabled, damaged, because of the surgery, not because of the stroke. Because of the because of the stroke, she was going to be left for dead. Because of the surgery, she had life that was left with all these wounds she talked about. Um, she, something that profound that she said was that we all have deep wounding, and the reason we have them is so healing can come, um, life can spring up, where only death once would live. Um, and just to kind of take... The life, which was never promised to be easy, um, it was promised that there would be hard times. But she wanted to talk about how it could be a good hard life.
1: Yeah. And that was her topic. Yeah. It, it was the good hard life. Mm-hmm. And I think we've all experienced trials, and the Bible says we will experience those things. But she had a great me- message that in our stuff, if we see Jesus, then we will have joy. And I think we know that, but to see that, she was sitting in a wheelchair, and she said to everyone, you're probably like, oh, they brought somebody here that's giving us a sad message, and you're all going to feel sorry for me, and, I, and, and this is so sad. But she said, this is not a sad message. Mm-hmm. This is a message of hope.
0: Yeah. And
1: I thought the most incredible thing was that she went on, and, and she had another baby. Yeah. And, I know. That's so... And she can't walk, and that is... She can't
2: hold, hold that child, barely. Yeah. Right.
1: <laughs> but she was just fill, filled with the Spirit of God, and you could see the peace that surrounded her yeah, right. in her life, despite the tears. Mm-hmm. And there were lots of tears.
2: There were. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, I, and just the one, one thing about flourishing um, in a life that you never imagined, like, she never imagined she would be in a wheelchair and not able to function with half of her body just like most of us never imagined to whether we've lost a child lost a, a parent has ha- have had cancer and our lives have had
0: divorces yeah. that have
2: gone awry we never mm-hmm. pictured that for our life but that there's still hope mm-hmm. that we could flourish in this life that we yeah. never imagined for ourselves
0: yeah she had some really good points about number number 1 she said your first prayer because so often we talk about like oh my first prayer being like fix this or help me with that or whatever but she she said your first prayer our first prayer ought to be for faithfulness and whatever i'm in right now let it point to you lord And that was just like so profound to me. I loved that. And that we're supposed to continually be preaching to our own souls. If we're always looking elsewhere like, oh, this message was so good. And yeah, that's great. I mean, it's great that we live in the world where you can hear messages and sermons and podcasts and all of this stuff, but opening up your Bible and preaching to your own soul God's goodness and faithfulness every day when it's hard and and being able to turn around because those are the things where your soul is going to be okay when the hard times do come. And she told a story about, remember, she thought she broke her leg and she was laying on the nursery Mm -hmm. floor and she was hurting and she was scared, but she was at peace and she just knew. like, And that's when she said, earth has no sorrow that heaven Mm -hmm. won't heal. I think it's safe to say she was...
2: Isn't that an I Am They song?
0: Is it? It might a song. be. Yeah. Well, there you go. <laughs> I don't know. But all I know is that was amazing, and there were lots of tears. So um, Rebecca got to meet her. I'm kind of a little jealous about that.
2: I've been following her on social media for a really yeah. good part of maybe five or six years. Wow. So oh. it was really cool that she was there. I've never heard of her. Um, and she took her time to meet with everyone. Oh, she, she yeah. like had a literal... Heart to heart conversation was not worried about the next person
0: in line. And, mm, intentional. Um, yeah, very. Yeah. So. Well, as long as we're on the topic of gatherings. I'm gonna just go to Bob Goff <laughs> because we'll just let Mackenzie talk <laughs> the whole time. I think right those two like, the kind yeah, of they were. For all of us. I think so. Mm-hmm. I we think those are the two. Listen, Canada. before we ever got on that airplane, I was like, all I want is to meet Bob Goff. That's what I want out of MomCon. I had never
2: heard him speak, and it was just
0: so. It was good. Cool. Oh my gosh, he was amazing. I have to find my notes. <laughs> I wrote them all. I don't know where I put them, but. I was down and they do these exhibits um, where you can buy stuff and mingle and walk around in between workshops and stuff. And I had no idea he was down there and was like five feet, like all, me and Alicia were walking and I just almost walked into this guy with his Boston Red Sox hat on and was like, oh my gosh, it's five guys. <laughs> well, you also found oh, yeah. You found
1: him ama- <laughs> among yeah, the three. Th- oh, moms. yeah. Yeah.
0: Before he ever was downstairs, we were sitting there and I looked over and he was like across the room and I knew like, that's Bob Goff. Oh my gosh, he's here. <laughs> so I was pretty excited about that because I'm a big fan of his work and I just love how intentional he is with loving people and teaching the message of Jesus loving people and treating other people well. And one of the things that I adored that he said in his, um, talking to us at the gathering was there are going to be people that you disagree with because I think it's so easy to say like, Oh, love everybody. Everybody always love, you know, like love. It's just so easy to say it, but he said like, there are people you're going to disagree with and it's going to be hard. And he said, you know what I say when I meet those people is just see you in paradise. And that just like hit me almost convictingly, you know, like, wow, that's so, God still died for that, sent Jesus to die for that person too. And how easy it is for us as humans to be like, I don't like that person. That person hurt me, you know, whatever. But to be able to say that and I don't have to get along with everyone, I can still love them from afar. So that was very convicting for me. Um, but yeah, when we were downstairs then, um, before all of this, I almost walked right into him and he was the most chill guy. He was just like hanging out by the door. no sign. no he didn't have a name up or anything. He just was greeting people as they were shopping and that was very genuine to me and humble and. He greets everyone with so much, you know, just enthusiasm. Yes. Like that's you're the, the best most word. Important person yes. seen today. Yeah. And I mean he puts his hand on it on your shoulder and looks in your eyes and has a conversation. How are you? And what's your name? And I'm Bob. Like <laughs> you don't already know. <laughs> so that was awesome. And of course I asked him to be on my podcast. So we'll see what happens there. <laughs> but it was really exciting. And he recorded a video for Alicia.
3: Not for me. For
0: my boss. For Betsy. Yes. Yeah.
1: Betsy. Great. Mm-hmm. Anybody else have anything to say about his gathering? He, out of all of the speakers at MomCon, I thought he spoke the most on what to do when we come back here with mm-hmm. our groups within the church, <clears throat> and he talked a lot about being intentional, getting to know people, instead of just saying hi what's your name? Mm-hmm. Ask the third question. He probably said yes. that recently. a bunch and of times. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And just to dig a little bit deeper with people and to try to put yourself out there a little bit more. And he also said, like, instead of what are you running from or who mm-hmm. are you running from, he said, who are you running to? Yes. And I loved that.
0: He also said, Jesus didn't see who you used to be. He sees who you are about to be. Oh, yes. That was good.
2: Well, he also talked about... Filling yourself with more and more of the word so Jesus can take up more and more of who you are. Mm-hmm. And you could definitely tell what he spews out is just mm-hmm. full. I, I mean, think he, he could.
0: If you touch read his books, mm-hmm. and he said that in his books, like his books are not filled with scripture. And he said, because, but then his speech was, mm-hmm. I mean, it was very filled with scripture. And he, Exemplified that, you as know, as most of
2: the speakers were.
3: Yeah,
0: they were. right.
2: Yeah. So he well, he talked about filling yourself with Scripture, then you can put out like the fruits of the Holy Spirit. Right. Because somebody not everyone necessarily doesn't want you to start spouting out Bible verses. Yeah. Them, right. But actually living what the Bible says,
0: and yes. that's so what his books are all about. Right. Mm-hmm. Living, living it. Yep. Not just talking about it. He, he also
3: he also mentioned about surrounding yourself with just. True friends, like mm-hmm. a few true friends. Yeah. So, as mops, finding your people pretty much yeah he
0: really tied that in really good yeah. and it's true because it's hard to find that but that's why mops exists that's what this is about is coming in coming together and trying to find your group of people that will walk not just in the fun times and oh i need a cup of coffee but the people who are going to be there praying over you and holding your hand and walking through the trials mm-hmm. and the fires with you
3: and i like that he said walking through it not trying to fix each other mm-hmm. like just mm-hmm. being there for yes your yeah friends for yeah. your people
2: and I think one thing we wanted to touch on was the importance <clears throat> of the community of Mops and what it really is to us, which is in fact, I feel, the community of moms in the same stage of life that are going through the trenches together and going through the happy times and the sad times and we can rejoice with each other and cry with each other. That yeah. is the most important thing to me.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. But something else, too, that really um, struck me really important, important about him was he's, he made a point of saying, especially because today we feel like we are overwhelmed Like we are trying to do it all. We're moms and we're we have to be in the PTA and we have to be in sports and we have to be working and we have to be I'll
2: have all these themed birthday parties.
0: We (laughs) don't have to do it all, you know, but but on top of that, it's like, oh great, Mops, one more thing for me to have to like try to do and be a part of. And he was saying, you know what, like you really don't need to be like you are a missionary in your own right, in your own family, in your own church and all of these things. You don't have to go across the world. Just walk across the street mm-hmm.
2: or across
0: yeah. the room. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And across the table. Across the table. Mm-hmm. And ask that third question. Mm-hmm. And that was just like a relief when he said that because you do feel like there's so many things I have to do and keep up with, but really, what's most important here? Like reaching across the table to my friend who's hurting and just letting her know, I'm here. Do you need to sit down and talk today? Can I be there for you? I've walked in your shoes or tell me what you're going through. That is the community of mops. And that's why we exist. And to hold each other up and pray for each other you know, in good times and bad times. And he was just really good at getting that point across. Also, can we just talk about how there's only, like, 27 days of romance if you live to be 78 years old? I wrote down and I thought, I know. a book? <laughs> I know. Like, what was that? I didn't write anything else down. Just
2: 27
1: days of romance? There was,
2: like, what? You spent how many years sleeping? And yeah,
1: it was, like, it was a like, ton. It was like, it was, like, the average age, and then how many years? 78 years.
0: So, if you live to be 78 years old, yeah, it was, like, 25 years sleeping, Working, but only 27 days of romance. Is that... That's terrible. That's bad. I don't like that. (laughs) I'm going to change that somehow. (laughs) Let's all work on that. Ask Uh, the third question. (laughs) uh, Speaking of
2: romance... Ben Higgins
0: made an appearance. Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had, had no that idea. That was so was. crazy. I the most,
2: well, one of the most beloved bachelors. Everybody and, loves uh, Ben
0: Higgins. How do you not know who oh, Ben I Higgins is? I love him. Is? I love him now. Yeah, he was just like America's sweetheart so to speak right well, like it has mean, a
2: company generations Generous Generous coffee, coffee company
0: which is a fair trade basically coffee company if you're interested you can find them online too and i've bought their coffee i've bought it many times over the last couple of years and given it as gifts because it basically goes into these countries and teaches the people how to harvest the coffee and make it and, and then jobs yeah right so that was fun. That was a lot of fun. He mm-hmm. was, I mean, they did a video with Ben Higgins, like, waking moms up at MomCon, bringing them coffee and roses. Yeah, mom, the mom uh, camp, people went in
2: with, what, trombones, waking yes. them up, dressed
0: really funny. And then, in the dark. Yes. I don't know if I would be excited about that or mortified. <laughs> probably like, mortified. Yeah, probably would not felt good about that at all yeah. if that had happened to us. I wonder how they got picked. I, that's a good question. But it was... Um, it was fun. And then he actually was there, so that was pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, what What's the next thing, guys? You want to talk about workshops? Anybody have a favorite workshop they want to talk about that they went to? So the workshops, we actually broke up each. Like, we separated ourselves and went to, I mean, how many were there? There was, like, seven a day to pick from, and there were two or three different sessions a there day.
2: Two sessions a day about, yeah. what, one, two, three?
0: There was a there lot. There
2: were 10 different choices for each session.
0: There was a lot. I mean, there was um, like Becky Keefe, Michael Hidalgo, Sissy Goff. Um, Sissy Goff, and Sandra Thomas. Stanley. Was, well, she did a gathering. Mm-hmm. Dave Thomas. Who else did you guys see? We saw Liz Burns. Mm-hmm. Oh, she was fantastic. Yeah, she was good. Lucretia yeah. Berry. Yeah.
2: Leanna Tankersley was there.
0: So I will put all of these people in the podcast notes, and everybody can go check them out in their books. They all have books. They all have devotionals um, that Instagram they provided. Pages. Yeah, right.
2: I don't know how many of us did like any of the workshops together. We split up to try to mm-hmm. get a wide range, but Lisa and I both ended up in. Um, it was you, and I, and Leanna's. Yes. Yeah, um, Leanna Tankersley um, wrote a book called "Always We Begin Again," and. It was about surrender, which for me is something I tend to hold a tight chain on. Um, It was really good to listen to her. She told the story of Abraham having to sacrifice Isaac, God telling him to bring him up to the mountain and sacrifice him, and just how God will always ask us up the mountain to surrender our most precious things when, in fact, they were never ours. Um... And that his plan is always coming. And in Abraham and Isaac's case, the ram was coming up the other side of the mountain. And although they did not see it, Abraham, I can't get my words out today. Abraham was going to sacrifice his son, and he was obeying God, and he was surrendering that most precious thing. When in essence, God had another plan that was, that was better for the situation. In the works, so, yeah. Yeah, because he... Surrendered it, mm-hmm.
0: And it's so hard for us to see that because that is faith. Mm-hmm. That's the essence of faith, the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen.
2: Yeah, and she just was then asking you what— she, we, we spent some time in consideration of our lives, talking about what we needed to surrender, um, what are we holding on to, um, opening our hands and letting <clears throat> God to be in control because his yoke's easy and his burden's light, mm-hmm. and just handing these over to him and, and giving them.
0: Awesome. I didn't do that workshop. I didn't either. It was really good. Do you have anything to add to it? Did she touch on it?
1: She just, the other, she did a exercise. She had us do another exercise. She had us do a journaling exercise that Rebecca was talking about. She also had us do an exercise where we actually stood with our hands open, closing them and then opening them again to, to show the surrendering of whatever it is. I did something exactly like that, but it was a different workshop. Interesting. Hand it over to him who can handle it. We weren't meant to carry all of it. What is God calling me to surrender? Hmm. There was,
0: it was not the same lady. It was a different one. I don't have her name written down here. I'll have to look that up. But she talked about what things are glass and what things are rubber. Did anybody else hear that? Mm -mm. And she was talking about, you don't have to hold it all in your hands. Same thing. Like figure out what in your life is glass and what in your life is rubber and what you can let go and it will bounce and sometimes it will return and sometimes it won't Mm -hmm. and that's okay. But there are things in your life that are super important that are fragile, like your marriage Your kids, you know, your relationship with Jesus, those things are glass and you need to invest in those things. And what other things are the things that it's kind of like the best yes, you know, what kind of things can you say? Like, I can't do that right now. And we don't need to feel guilty about that. Just picking the wiser choice things right now, because when you are a mom of small children, and I didn't even say that, MOPs is catered to mothers of preschool students and younger. I mean, it's a lot of younger moms.
3: Yeah.
0: So you do feel overwhelmed and a lot of us have kids who are in school and preschool and babies at home and you're trying to, you know, multiple schedules and running everywhere and doing the sports and what kind of things are we teaching our children are important to hold on to and what things are we saying like we really don't need to do this right now so we're going to make these wiser choices. Uh, That's good. That was good. I thought super important.
2: Talked a lot about anxiety whether anxiety in ourselves or raising worry-free
1: kids. Yeah, that was my favorite raising worry-free kids who it was the speaker was Sissy Goff and she actually has a book out about raising worry-free girls, I believe. But uh, she said that you could apply it to boys and girls, but the the biggest lesson in it all and anybody who's known me for a period of time knows my struggles with anxiety as well as my children's. And so, um, what I kind of learned from, from it was that we can so easily put these, our own anxieties onto our children and we're just, we tend to overcompensate for them. So we don't want them to feel that anxiety that we have felt in our past. Like I, I can see when my kids feel that way. I don't want them to feel that because I know exactly how they feel. But she said, if we want to help them, we have to help them do the scary thing. Whatever it is mm. that is causing them anxiety and worry, we have to help them. And we need to do it confidently with them, with God's word and teaching them about who they are, that God created them very sim- on a much simpler level than ourselves. But she gave some really practical suggestions um, one that I thought was really good was a grounding technique that I actually used with my kindergartner this morning as he cried for oh. an hour before school. Oh, my gosh. But just to get their mind off of, off of it and uh, bringing them back into the present instead of their mind going to all these worries that they have. But she said, have them name five things that they can see, four things that they can feel, then three things that they can hear, then two things that they can smell, and then one thing that they can taste. And by that time, they could be back into the present and kind of out of that spiraling behavior of worry and anxiety. And I actually did that this morning. But we did like five. You can apply it to any. You can do like anything. You can put five. So he did five red things for, and it did help. It was. It definitely got his mind off of it and um, got him out of that downward spiral. Yeah, like focusing on the right thing instead of the. The wrong, scary thing. thing yeah. yeah, we also named the worry. So, like, she names the worry with her clients, like Monster Bob. So we named oh, it that's ner- cute. he wanted to name Nervous Dog. So I can't, <laughs> for the life of me, get this out. Most of the time, I'm calling uh-huh. him Nervous Bob. Also, I but getting, like, um, we kicked you. him out the door. We've done all kinds of fun Aww. things. <laughs> that's Aww. cute. So, hopefully, with consistency, yeah, we'll get through. We you will. We will. You will. You're doing great. He said, she referenced john sixteen thirty three have faith be balanced have faith and be balanced that anchors them. Mm-hmm. Um, God made us to be brave because He overcame for us. Mm-hmm. So just teaching them those little things about Christ, I think sometimes we look to our church too they, to teach our kids, and we yeah. can teach them these little things just in their everyday lives and what they're experiencing.
0: That's so important. I think that's, I feel like that's shifting in the church. I mean, our church, we see it a lot and hear it a lot, but you hear people say like, oh, I'm, we're just going to church because the kids need it, you know, but I mean, we should be doing these things at home with our kids all the time and pouring into them, you know? How
2: is your child going to realize that
0: that is an
2: important integral part of their life if you are not modeling that in
0: your for yourself? Well, Church is not a, something you, you do. It's supposed to be who we are. We are yeah. yeah. Well, that's right. what
3: that's what I went and saw um, Dave Thomas with. Be a purposeful parent, mm. and the first thing um, was be a person that needs Jesus in front of your kids.
0: Ooh, that's good. Talk about
3: convicting <laughs> you right from the beginning. Yeah, because you want your kids to think
0: you have all the answers. Right. Like I, why? Because I said so. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, well, and he mentioned <laughs> that you know the journey of parenting. Is about your growth and transformation as much as it is about
0: oh, your man. kids, too. I'm sad I missed that so, workshop. I mean, that sounds really good. good yeah. This is not Dave Thomas, <laughs> like the Wendy's guy. This is
3: not Dave
0: Thomas. Okay. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> no, he is
2: with Sissy
0: Goff at mm-hmm. Deep Spring. Oh, okay. So it's a counseling. Oh, room. great. Yeah. That's awesome. That sounds like a really good one. Did anybody else do um, Becky Keefe? Yes. Yes. Oh my yes. Gosh, she was so good and like super down to earth. I want to be her friend. <laughs> I, mean, I feel
2: like she's the mom that walked in. Yeah, I know. She just walked in and I was like,
0: inside. I love her style. Like, that's so me. She's cute. Mm-hmm. She's like sweet and down to earth. And I, did you guys meet her? Did she sign your book?
1: Yes, yeah, she signed yeah. my book. I got. I get to meet her too. I wasn't yeah. really into the signing, but this one I got signed. And let me see. Yeah, she said. too. You've got this, Mama. Yeah. So I actually to
0: took
2: a picture of her signing. Oh, nice. Oh. You have oh. to send and that's it to me. When Lisa Joe, I turned around. And Lisa, Lisa Joe Baker. Jo Baker was she was right in the workshop there.
0: with with me. Yeah. She like came to the I workshop. Someone was taking a picture. Yeah. She goes,
2: I want to see Becky in action. She took a picture. I turned around. I go, yeah. Oh my gosh. That and was another was good one. Speakers. Speakers. Yeah. Lisa
0: Joe Baker was awesome. She did a great job, and she was in the workshop with me too. Like no big deal. Just. Hanging out next, you know, aisle over. But she, Becky Keith, um, brought this book that isn't actually released yet. It's coming out in October. But it, her book, was No Better Mom for the Job: Parenting with Confidence, even when you don't feel cut out for it. And she did her whole workshop on coping with anxiety and a deal with it world. Which I think all of us, whether you are someone who actually struggles with, you know, clinical anxiety or just day to day, you know, anxious thoughts or whatever, she touched on all of it and you know the common sources of anxiety, and not just anxiety and dealing with it, but she really talked about um, dealing with anxiety. And something that struck me with her was her empowering. She said, we should be able to use what we go through to empower others to seek help in Jesus. And I mean, that can apply to so many things, not just like anxious thoughts, but our entire life and everything that we go through and letting God use our stories to help other people and to bring them to the kingdom as we're walking through this life together. Um, She talked a lot about uncertainty and fear of the future. And her whole workshop was just riddled with scriptures and, but she very much touched on the, we're not going to do this. Um, you know, well, everybody says be anxious for nothing and that as Christians, we have to be very careful about putting that on people because we don't need to hurt other Christians. We need to help other Christians. And I don't know, I feel like I'm being like, this is a total downer right now. Um, but if anybody else follows Jared Wilson, you guys know no, he no. Is, was a pastor um, at a church in California 30 years old and was a mental health advocate and he was took his life last night and I just saw that today before I came here. And it wrecked me. I mean, I followed him on social media. And yeah. And it was hard, you know, but it was also going like, well, no one is exempt from this. Like, it doesn't matter if you're a pastor and you have it all together. We are not exempt. No matter what your walk with Jesus looks like, we are all humans and we all struggle with these kinds of things. And that just really hurt, you know, to wake up today and see that on my Twitter feed. And so I'm just praying for his wife and children today and... Um, yeah, but she talked a lot about reaching out for help and not feeling bad about that. And if you're a mom who's really struggling, you know, like you are not alone and don't feel alone. And, you know, we, we want to help yes. being able to find someone to confide in, whether it's a counselor or a trusted friend or whoever it is. So
3: I went and saw, um, Jenny Boyett. I think that's how you say her name. Um. It's the workshop was, I said this, you heard that. Mm. And I stopped taking notes about halfway through and just, just decided I was <laughs> going to buy the book. <laughs> because, because it was so interesting that I didn't want to miss it by trying to take notes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I find that I do this a lot. Like the way that I speak, you may hear something completely different than what I just said.
2: That's why because I hate text messaging. Yes.
3: Right. Yeah. Right. Right, And you, you have to know your person before, so you
0: know how to yeah. convey what you actually mean. Yeah. So. And that's hard because sometimes I think like, we just think like, well, I meant it this way right. and I didn't mean to offend you. I didn't know what I said hurt you. And I'm sorry if it did, you know, but it kind of forces you to self-reflect a little bit and, and with our kids, yeah, That's probably the hardest thing. When yeah. yeah. our marriages, too. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I have taken yeah. this notebook they, they gave us, and every single night before bed I'm sitting here just going over and over and over and telling myself these things and believing these things that we learned so I could continue to use these in my marriage and with my family and with my girlfriends. Yeah. I just, it was a... It was a great weekend. I know. I, want to go back. I know,
0: I do too. And then I, and then, so we did go to Disney. We got to talk about that real quick for two minutes because what, it was like seven o'clock Friday. We got out of conferences early before we tried to get into Disney. And we went to, what's it called? Magic Kingdom. What was the, the pun? The one with the castle. <laughs> yeah, that one, whatever that is. Well, um, what did, was, which one of the speakers said that? About we're doing kingdom work here, mm. but we're also doing magic kingdom work here. Yeah, we did, and it was great. And we all had matching t shirts that said Boo, and Rebecca made us all matching Minnie Mouse ears. And it
2: was
3: their not so scary Halloween, Halloween party yeah. Names, yeah.
0: And we walked on all the rides. What's your favorite oh, dear, ride, really- Alicia? Favorite ride, oh
2: goodness. I loved Splash Mountain.
0: Did you? I did. It was good.
2: I think Magic Kingdom was the best because it was our first, and I haven't rode that ride since...
0: Magic Kingdom? Which one? I'm sorry. It's okay.
2: Space Mountain. Yes,
0: I think that was my favorite, Um, too. Because it's
2: dark, (laughs) and it was our first one, and I haven't rode that
1: since I was maybe a teenager. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think my favorite was... uh, it's always the Seven Dwarfs Mine. I knew ride. you were going to say that. That's what I was going to say too. I don't know why it's so fun. It's such a smooth ride. It's just like a We rode it in the dark. What was the Br- the Brer Rabbit
0: one? That was Splash Mountain. Flash. Oh, that was Splash yeah. Mountain? Yeah. Okay. That was between that and the Seven Dwarfs, the Mine Ride. I've never ridden that before. I haven't been to Disney in 20 years. So that was a first. And I loved it. And I love the little spinny it like, when nice. you're in the queue line, you know, you're in the line, and there's, like, oh, diamonds. Yeah. Right. and yeah, yeah. yeah,
1: it's so cute. Peter Pan. Oh, Peter Pan's flight. No, that Peter was Pan's cute. Was fun
2: with all the...
0: You were flying, like, in a boat. Yeah,
2: but before, I just loved... You put your hand
0: out and like, the... Oh, the shadow. The shadow Oh, the yeah. mm-hmm. oh yes. It was Tinkerbell. like Tinkerbell <laughs> flying around. Tinkerbell was flying around
2: in her little pixie dust.
0: How did they do that? I don't know. Disney magic. <laughs> it was magic. You held your <laughs> hand out, and the butterfly shadow landed on your hand. Yes. I don't... That oh, so. Oh, and the bells—you mm-hmm. could hit the bells. Yeah. Okay. Fun. So we ended with MomCon prom, where we all dressed up as different princesses. That was fun. <laughs> 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 We're not going to share those pictures, <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> and Crowder was there the last day. Oh, that was yeah. pretty awesome. He was a really I realized good act. That
3: I liked so many of their songs. Yeah. yeah.
0: Yep. That and, was awesome. And there's
3: not just one type of music. Yes. <laughs> so. yeah, he was yeah. he could rock. I
0: also have to bring up Haleo. Oh, real quick. So good. Can we just that touch was on Disney that for Springs? Yeah, yes. if you're looking Haleo for a meal at Disney Springs, go find Aaron yes. at Haleo. And tell him you want the like the whatever the magic experience. The yes. magic yeah. experience we or thought something.
2: it was some dining
0: room. <laughs> No, we were like, what is this? We ate he... what we ate. He brought
2: everything out.
0: And enough it's for so all nice. of us. It was almost like samplers of everything. How many how many did we have?
2: 171
3: courses. Seventeen
0: 21. food, yes. right?
3: And four desserts.
0: And then four desserts and that we, were, we shared. We could not even finish. No. It. No. We were stuffed. Like we were rolling out of worried. Disney. I was a <laughs> little
3: worried it was gonna be <laughs> I was
0: too at the beginning. Oh, no. I'm like, I sure hope I sure hope I'm gonna be full. this day. Anybody want to? Oh,
3: <laughs> melt in your mouth steak.
0: <laughs> it did. It was just like one bite and I'm in heaven. <laughs> and it's so many of the
2: different foods that I never
3: would have tasted
1: otherwise. Yeah.
2: So Haleo is a Spanish tapas restaurant? Yes. you say? Spanish. Yeah. Small plates.
1: Yeah, small plates. Yeah. And so he kept bringing like small plates out and there was just enough for us each to mm-hmm. have
0: like one a yeah. sample. Great. Right?
1: And it was enough.
0: It was amazing. So good. So good. Shout out to Lisa's husband for spoiling us. <laughs> Thanks, Tony. And okay, so I guess that's about it. And anybody else have anything else important before we wrap up?
1: I would just say if you ever have the chance, don't miss it. Go. It's a great experience to, to that. grow in so many different ways Where with so at? many different people.
0: It
2: is.
1: Next year, Denver. Next year
2: in Aurora, Colorado at the Gaylord Rockies Resort. Mm. September
0: 17th to 19th. Okay. Put it on the calendar, guys. What are you bringing back home that you didn't have when you went to MobCon?
3: I think intentionality. Like, a good I, one. I really want to be more intentional with conversations and more direct and mm-hmm. looking people in the eye and giving them my full attention.
0: Mm-hmm. And our kids, And, and my too. kids, right? Mm-hmm. Right. I have to say Confidence. In, in a different mothering aspect, like knowing that all of these workshops that all of we went to, we, we went to, even though they were vastly different and had different topics and different speakers. I mean, we went, I went to someone gratitude and, you know, I mean, gratitude and spirituality and prayer and parenting and talking. I mean, there's such a vast array. I just felt like I was overwhelmed with good confidence of you are equipped for this job God chose you to be these children's parent he put you in this place in this mops in this church in this leadership position you are qualified for this it was it was just a morale booster for me to be there in the presence of all of these women and I just came back feeling ready to go I would say peaceful
1: mm. I would say peaceful I feel like different after going. And I hope... That's awesome. And I like the intentionality. I like confidence. I think that all those play into the peace that you get from... And I just pray that it stays. Yes. (laughs) And we'll pray into that.
2: Really, I feel... I mean, just one word. I feel full. Mm. Full of the Holy Spirit. Full of tools to go back and to... Deal with everyday life, mm-hmm. but also to see God in some of those things that maybe aren't the easiest. Yeah. The things that we don't want to handle. To see Him through that and just, you know, the, the confidence to do so and a great tribe of women to do it with.
0: That's right. Find your people. Mm-hmm. So thanks for coming on, guys, for doing this and MobCon and all mm-hmm. of it. It was a lot of fun. It was fun. And I think I speak for all of us when I say, if you're looking for something, if you're a mom and you're listening and you're not sure, go to Google, type in Mops International and find a group of women and just keep looking, keep, keep searching for that group of women because they're out there and we want to be that for you and I want to be that for you and we're here. So if you're thinking about MomCon next year, do it, book it now. <laughs> Okay, guys. Say bye. 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 Well, friends that concludes our time together for now. Thanks so much for stopping by, taking the time to listen and please feel free to drop a line anytime. Remember your stories are important here. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at handle fire to flourishing. That's right. Fire to flourishing. As always, be strong and let your heart take courage, all you who wait on the Lord. Psalm 31:24. Thanks, guys. Hope you'll meet us back here this week for another very special guest. Catch you next time.